The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Also brought you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PricePix. PricePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PricePix.com and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match up to $100. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our picks and all of our podcasts. Sean Porter as a name on my resume because if you look at it, Sean then fought all the welterweights there is to fight. You know, he's the guy to be. My legacy depends on this fight because as I told you, I've been at the top. This is the big test. Now the test is coming and we'll see what happens. Legacy. That's what boxing is all about. You want to have one and you want to leave one in this sport. For Terrence Bud Crawford and Showtime Sean Porter, this fight in this city is all about legacy. Let's look at Bud. From the streets of North Omaha, the consummate boogeyman, the avoided one, the pound for pound and three weight king. At the end of the day, I know how to fight. I'm not looking past Sean Porter. This is my main focus right now. And after that, maybe we go for another champion in the division, do some other things. His Hall of Fame case is ironclad, but he still has a Nebraska-sized chip on his shoulder. Bud Crawford is a fight fan. And he's a fight fan's fighter. He acts like one. And the chance gets to him just like that. He is a boxing unicorn. He switches stances mid-fight and runs toward, not away from the trenches. He knocks you out, smiles, and sticks his tongue out while doing it. That's just Bud. Look at this Vicious attack to close it! The so-called welterweight elite have called him out until it was time to sign on the dotted line. We'll enter Showtime Sean Porter, the fearless one. We're going to go out there and shock the world. If I say I have nothing else but to win this fight in my life, and I'm going to hold myself to that. The two-time champion. He's fought the who's who of the welterweight division and looked good doing it. Brooke, Broner, Thurman, Garcia, Ubis, Spence, and now it's his turn to take on the division's top dog. I believe that my legacy, in a lot of ways, is on the line. My goal a long time ago was to become one of the most exciting fighters in the world. It rests on November 20th. No matter what, you know, you're not going to break me. It's my destiny to be here where I'm at. It's all or nothing. You got to lay it all on the line. Forget sides of the street. The street has been crossed and legacies will be defined. Crawford versus Porter, Mandalay Bay, ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Remember, he is one of the best closers in the business. Let's watch how he does it here. Big shot, big shot. One punch, that's it. Title defense. You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at 
at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow me on Twitter. I am the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast and the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account is at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. If you are interested in my wrestling opinions, which you might be because you are listening to an edition of the fight show that contains a WWE Survivor Series preview at the end of it, then you can follow me on my wrestling Twitter, which is at BillyK100. That's at BillyK100, spelled B-I-L-L-I-K and the number 100. That's because I am one of the hosts over at Keeping it 100, I am the host of The Wrestling Informer, a wrestling news show that is available every week on YouTube, where we also go over the WWE betting lines for every major pay-per-view. But right here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, we only cover the major pay-per-views, and apparently that is what Survivor Series is still supposed to be, despite the fact they've spent very, very little effort promoting this current Survivor Series card. To get my additional content, check out my website. It's lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. That's a place where I've actually guided my clients to 101 months in a row of transparent track profit. So you can sign up for that 103rd month on December the 1st. The reason I'm saying to skip this month, which will be the 102nd month, we are in a strong position to make a profit again this month based on the fact that we have landed a 10-unit future on the European World Cup qualifying groups. We had five group winners. So obviously that put us in a strong position from the offset. But um, the reason I'm saying to wait for the 103rd month is because I use Patreon. It's a place where I can be fully transparent because underneath every single post, it allows members and patrons to comment. So when I post up my P&L sheets, if there were bets on there that were fake, if there were bets on there that were missing, if there was any kind of tomfoolery at all, it would be picked up by the clients and I wouldn't be able to get away with it. So I use Patreon, the website, I use links to a Patreon site. The only drawback is, is that it bills you immediately at the start of the month. So if you're signing up now, you're only signing up for 10 days of content and you'll get billed again on December the 1st. So wait for December the 1st. That's first. That's when we'll be going for a 100th month in a row of Transparent Track Profit over at lockbetting.com. You don't have to go for the top package. You can just go for a soccer pack or you can go for a podcast pack, which gives you every single podcast. I do. I do plenty of additional podcasts every single month. So we are here not only to talk about the WWE Survivor Series, which I'll cover at the end, but we are here to look at tonight's fight, a major fight tonight in the world of boxing between Terence Crawford and Sean Porter where Terence Crawford is a very short favourite here, almost disrespectfully short as a 1-7 to favourite here against Sean Porter. Sean Porter is available here at 5-1, to with the draw available at 20-1. to Terence Crawford is available here at 7-4 to to win this via TKO KO, and he's at 10-11 to to win this via a decision. Sean Porter is available at 10-1 to to win this via TKO KO, and he's available at 8-1 to to win this via a decision. Looking at the over-under markets here for this fight, under nine rounds is available at five to two. Ninth round or over is available at one to three. Under 10 rounds is available at two to one with 10th round or over available at two to five. Under 11 rounds is available at 13 to eight with 11th round or over available at one to two. 
And for the fight to go the distance, yes is available at 4-6 to six minus 150. And no is available here at 6-5. to five. Looking at the way this fight will play out, I'm very, very surprised to see Sean Porter this big. And therefore, it makes Terence Crawford unbackable as a money line pick. It makes him unbackable for parlays or anything because you don't want to be taking him here at one to seven. I wouldn't say it's anywhere near a 50-50 fight, but I would certainly think that Sean Porter has a 25% chance of winning this. So I think a fairer line for this fight would have been to have Terence Crawford here at one to three minus 300, possibly minus 400, but nowhere near the minus 700 mark. And this comes off the back of how close Porter was to beating Errol Spence. And Errol Spence is is seen as the fight that you have to make with Terence Crawford to determine the pound-for-pound number one. Now, I think as of late, based on the unification last week, um, Canelo Alvarez has pretty much established himself as the number one fighter in the world, in my opinion. He is the pound-for-pound, and I don't think it really matters who wins this fight, although for me, it is the biggest fight and the most wanted fight in all of boxing. I just think, unfortunately, these two fights aren't as marketable as the likes of Canelo and previous people in the past. Therefore, the money isn't going to be there to do it, and I think they're going to continue to, unfortunately, avoid each other. So, unless somebody is willing to overpay to see Crawford versus Spence, I think these guys are going to continue to protect their O's and are going to continue to cherry-pick their opponents. But this is a difficult opponent. This is one of the most difficult opponents you can cherry-pick. As I said, it's a difficult fight. Porter almost beat Errol Spence. And if Crawford can win more convincingly than than uh, Errol Spence did here against Sean Porter, then obviously he can make the claim that he is the number one fighter here in the division or even the number one pound for pound. He'll also claim that as well. And maybe that will draw Errol Spence out here to take the fight and perhaps lower the purse and the expectations that both guys are wanting to make that fight happen. In order to do that, all he needs to do is not win via a split decision. All he needs to do is clearly outbox his way to a decision. Now, he's going to want to get the start and he is one of the best finishers in boxing. However, I don't think that he's going to stop Porter here. Nobody's managed to do it so far, and I don't think he's going to get knocked out tonight. I think Porter is live for the upset here. I would consider a little sprinkle at that price. I think it's very, very disrespectful. There's no value here in Crawford at all. And I do expect Porter to make Crawford, at the very least, work for every single point and round here in this fight. And although I do think Porter is actually going to win rounds, I don't think he's going to be able to pull off the upset. I think Crawford is going to use the four or five inch reach advantage that he has here in this fight. That's what he's going to use here to keep it at a distance because... He cannot afford to lose this fight. As much as he wants to win this stylistically, I think this is the type of opponent that you just want on your resume. And Crawford will admit that he's lacking people on his resume. He can say that people don't want to fight him. But at the same time, he still needs to just get these people on his resume. At the moment, I would say Amir Khan is the biggest name on his resume. And when Amir Khan fought Porter... He was pretty much washed up as a top-level fighter. So I expect Crawford to use that reach distance here and uh, and win the fight that way. That's a huge advantage, and I don't see it being overlooked. And I'd actually like to see Porter win this fight if I wasn't actually having a bet that needed Crawford to win this fight. 
I would be rooting for Porter. Porter deserves a massive victory. He deserves credit. He's a guy who has gone out there and fought anyone. He hasn't turned down any fight at all. But we're here to make money, and the sensible pick here is to go for Terence Crawford. I think he's going to get it done on the scorecards. I think there's value there on the 10 to 11 minus 110. Porter is a tough customer, as I said. I don't think he's going to get knocked out. He's going to force uh, Crawford to box and win it on points via the judges. And I think if he does that more clearly than um, Errol Spence did, he still has a claim that he is the stronger fighter out of the two. But at the end of the day, you can't make claims based on common opponents. You need to actually make the fight happen. And obviously, if Crawford is able to get this win... We do move a little bit closer to seeing that fight that we want to see between Spence and Crawford in 2022. But I think something dramatic has to happen. Either these guys have to lower the money that they want to fight each other, or they have to be less protective of their O's, or somebody's going to have to just overpay for this fight. People are going to have to say, look, boxing needs this fight, and we will pay you what you want, Errol Spence, and we will pay you what you want, Terence Crawford, and make it happen. But you cannot overlook Sean Porter here in this spot. I think he is a live underdog based on what he did against uh, Errol Spence, based on his entire career. As I said, this guy has fought everybody, and throughout his entire career, he hasn't been stopped, and he has some top-level opponents on his resume. So this is a big, big fight, and I'm taking Crawford to get the win he needs here, get it done via points, and that's available at 10 to 11 minus 110 here in this one. Their titles. 
would be a lot. Becky Lynch. Clearly, we have some unfinished business. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, champion versus champion. My Survivor Series opponent has gone from being the Irish last kicker to the man to Becky Two Belts to Big Time Bex. Becky, who the hell are you? I'm the person who used to be your best friend. I'm also the person who realized that a friendship with Charlotte Flair comes with conditions. That you be the star and I be the person in the background. I'm the person that said to hell with your friendship and slapped you so hard across the face. It set me into a different stratosphere. Survivor Series. Charlotte beat me! Uh-oh. This is not about brand supremacy to me. Charlotte's far superior! Uh-oh. And Charlotte Flair, if you still don't remember who I am, Charlotte's gonna beat me up! Uh-oh. This Sunday, I'm gonna be the person who beats the ever-living piss out of you! Yeah, it's time to move on to the WWE Survivor Series. Completely understand if some of you have turned off the show at this point and don't want to listen to this, but we do make a ton of money betting on wrestling. So if your book has it and you're listening to this portion of the show, you will make money betting on the WWE Survivor Series. Now, that match you just listened to there in the audio, that for me has turned into one of the most anticipated matches of the year. Now, that's not saying much. The year 2021 won't be fondly remembered in the annals of WWE history. However, this one has got very, very personal. Now, you could say, oh, this is a fake sport. This is fake. They're building this up. It's all choreographed. It's all staged. Yeah, it usually is 99% of the time. But sometimes you get two people that don't really like each other at all. We had that a few years back or a couple of decades back with Shawn Michaels and Brett the Hitman Hart. They were friends who really began to hate each other. These two girls were legitimately best friends and now they do legitimately hate each other. I have sources in the WWE and I can confirm that a lot of the stuff they said, including personal attacks on social media and in interviews, including Becky Lynch with Ariel Hawani and Charlotte Flair when she came over here to the UK and did interviews with BT Sports. They took real shots at each other that were not scripted and they were not instructed by the WWE. And this is what we call in wrestling a sellout at the curtain because the actual wrestlers want to see this match between Charlotte and Becky. And I'm also hearing that neither one wants to lose to the other. So that's what makes this really, really interesting. Becky Lynch is the one to two minus 200 favorite to win it. And Charlotte Flair is available at plus 150. Now, there is a battle royal here on this show. This show is built up as Raw versus SmackDown, which is the two TV shows. And they have separate rosters and the SmackDown roster is going up against the Raw roster. That's what this is. Becky Lynch is from Raw. Charlotte's from SmackDown. If I was writing this, if I was booking this, if you wanted to do this well, I would make this match the main event of the show. And I would use the battle royal as a way to make sure that the scores are level. So essentially what you have on this show are six matches. I'm going to look at six matches here for you. There's six matches that were announced. But over the weekend, we've also had a Battle Royal announced as well. So 
These six matches, theoretically, you could tie them up three and three, and the Battle Royal would make it four three. So we are going to get a winner either way because we have an odd number of matches. But I would make sure that, say, for example, before this Charlotte Becky match, you have three Raw winners, three Raw teams winning, or three Raw participants winning. I would make sure that I have the Battle Royal winner come from SmackDown, or vice versa. If you have three SmackDown victories, in these first five matches, make sure the Battle Royal winner comes from Raw. So you are tied three and three going into this main event. I think it's more likely that the men's match between Roman Reigns and Big E main events the show. But I think I would go with the women here. This has genuine interest. And I'm never an advocate for the women main eventing. They aren't as good as the men in the ring. No matter how much you promote it, no matter how much you plug it, no matter how much you talk about the women's revolution, they are not as good as the men in the ring. For me, my lean would be that Becky Lynch wins this match. I think it sends a bad message to the locker room that Charlotte's the one that went off script and Charlotte's the one that's been saying what she's saying and Charlotte is the more unpopular one and has more difficulty getting on with people whereas Becky's kind of seen as a person who's liked by everybody. So I think it sends a bad message if Charlotte is allowed to win. But at the same time, if Charlotte doesn't want to lose, there's not much that you can really do. This isn't the era of Brett the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels where that was a really important title match and someone was leaving the company. Charlotte could still get the win here and Becky could be okay with it. Becky could be the bigger person, hence increasing her popularity in the locker room, knowing that Charlotte didn't want to lose to her and she could just turn around and go, I'll lose and volunteer to lose. I mean, that just scores her even more points with the office and with everybody in the company. This is very political. We're talking about this match in a very, very political sense. We're not talking about future booking, future matches, um, how are you going to promote these people moving forward? Who needs the win? When we're talking about the, the men's match here between Big E and Roman Reigns, where Roman Reigns is the one to four minus 400 favourite and Big E's at plus 300, um, it's a case of Roman being the, the key man in the company at the moment. Big E needs to be promoted as well because he's the champion on Raw, but Roman Reigns is the cash cow. He's selling ridiculous amounts of merchandise. The whole company is on his back. SmackDown is the number one show in wrestling at the moment, and Roman Roman Reigns, I don't think, could take a loss. I think Roman Reigns needs to be booked strongly all the way to WrestleMania and beyond that as well. He has a future match coming up with Brock Lesnar. So I think with Roman winning that and being a SmackDown representative, I don't think the SmackDown men's champion can win and the SmackDown women's champion can win as well. So I'm going to go for a Roman Reigns-Becky Lynch split there from the main two champion versus champion matches on the show. I think we will also split... The other matches here between the US champion versus Intercontinental champion and then the tag title matches. Damian Priest is the one to five favourite to beat Shinsuke Nakamura, who's at seven to two. I think Priest does win that match. He's the younger guy. I think they have more invested in him. I think they're a little bit done with Shinsuke Nakamura. I think his ceiling is where he's at at the moment. And I think for that to happen, for Damian Priest to win, we could see a surprise in the tag team title match where RK Bro are the four to six minus one fifty favourites and the Usos are eleven to ten. I've seen the Usos as big as two to one underdogs here. I think there's value on that as you uh, as you may want to keep the bloodline strong. The Usos are in the bloodline. They're attached to the WWE champion Roman Reigns and they could all come away with victories here. If I'm correct about that, that would tie everything up two two here on the show. And I also think 
that they may split the elimination matches. Now, Team SmackDown on the men's side are the strong favourites to win it. That's the team of Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin and Sheamus going up against Finn Balor, Owens, Rollins, Lashley and Austin Theory. I think Raw have the stronger team, but Roman Reigns is on SmackDown and you need opponents for Roman Reigns. Drew McIntyre was unbelievably strong 12 months ago going into Survivor Series with a match against Roman Reigns. 12 months later, the way that they've booked McIntyre, he's not worthy of having a match with Roman Reigns. He needs to get a big win and I think this could be the big win. This could be the night here for Drew McIntyre. So I expect Team SmackDown to win this match. They are available at the best price of 1-2 to two minus 200. The Team Raw versus Team SmackDown women's match is split evenly. You have Team Raw at 10 to 11 and SmackDown at 10 to 11. For me, this is the value play of the night. Raw is the stronger team here with Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Carmella, Queen Zelina and Liv Morgan going up against Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalia and Tony Storm. Um, I think that, of course, um, Baszler could be the winner of this match for SmackDown. I don't think it'll be Sasha uh, because Sasha's in a feud with Shotzi and I think they may um, miscommunicate here in this match. Plus, Sasha is a future contender for Charlotte Flair. She doesn't need the rub of winning this match. Whereas on the Raw side, you do have people that need to win it. Um, I think it's very odd that Rhea Ripley is, is here is here in this match because she's one half of the tag team champion. She's a potential opponent for Becky Lynch. You also have Liv Morgan, who's a future opponent for Becky Lynch as well. I don't think Bianca Belair will be among the survivors. I think we may see Dewdrop coming down. She's been feuding with uh, Bianca Belair in recent weeks. So I think the most likely survivors come from Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan on the Raw side. And there's nothing I can really see on the SmackDown side of things. So this is a really good play for me, getting Team Raw on the women's side here at 10 to 11 in this one. Closing out with my lock for the show. Well, the strongest play here is for me to take Team Raw for the women's match in the WWE. Taking the women's Raw team, I think, would be the strongest play. But I understand that WWE isn't widely available at all books. So I'm going to give you an alternative. I'm going to give you something from the boxing. And it's going to be the only play I really highlighted. That was uh, Terence Crawford to win the fight on points at minus 110. Um, I think he is going to utilise that reach advantage. I do think he's going to bank rounds. I do think Porter's going to be competitive in this fight. And I do think Porter is very, very difficult to knock out. And he will see... the final bell but unfortunately for him I think Terence Crawford will be ahead and hopefully hopefully this will be a stepping stone for the Errol Spence fight so my lock here once again for this show will be for Terence Crawford to win the fight on points and that one should be widely available at 10 to 11 minus 110 that's it for me in this edition of the fight show don't forget to check out all my additional content over at the soccer gambling podcast that's where you can get all my soccer content including the Champions League key game show which will be available on Monday night. But for all my bonus content, check out my website, lockbetting.com. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.